Hello, my amazing podcast family. Hope all is well. That being said, welcome back to Monday's Building Careers and Networking Q&As. Today, we have an incredible special guest. Nadira Pinky will be sharing a moment with Ta and representing the Icon family. Yes. This lady is not only an icon, but she has such an impactful story, and she's an incredible writer. If you haven't seen Gerald's Hands, which is a film that she directed, produced, it was incredible. Make sure to download Tubi if you haven't already. It's a free app that you can watch so many movies on, and her film is featured on there. Definitely make sure you watch it. It is something to watch. Trust me, five stars. No kidding. That being said, lyrics and lattes in the building. And guess what, guys? Lyrics and lattes interview that we had is now streaming everywhere today. Stay stay connected with us. I will keep you updated. He will be later on streaming everywhere. Okay? Make sure to download, if you haven't already, Spotify for podcasters, which is also anchor.fm platform. Um, And also, you know, just keep staying connected with everybody. Who is in the building? Lamont, sorry, I don't have my glasses on today. Lamont, how you doing Lamont? (laughs) I was trying to say, is it our call? Thanks for tuning in, but I will be adding my beautiful special guests up in just a second. But let me tell you again, for those who are new and also for those who've been with me since day one, the purpose of this podcast is to share stories because yeah, it's one thing to be so inspired, you know, enjoy everybody um, when it comes to everything they got going on. But once you hear their story, oh, it's so key to life you don't understand we're all going through things and once you just listen to somebody just take a second just to listen if you can relate it can help out what you got going on and all the above but again i'm so excited you know no further ado i'm gonna add the beautiful queen up to the queue and make sure to follow everybody that taps in because this is building careers and networking q a's this is where you come to network cross promote Where did I find this queen? I found this queen from a networking um, event that I was attending, okay? And that's why it's so important because you'll come across people that are so like-minded and you would never know until you step in the room. So make sure you tag where you're located, where you're all at in this world. Tag your brands, okay? This is the place to be. You never know who needs who in the room, okay? So with no further ado, I'm going to add the beautiful queen. Love you guys so much. Also, uh, Jason, make sure to DM me because I would love to know um, the next steps of sending you a voice note for your podcast in a all right beautiful yes so that being said i'm super super excited okay no matter what you go through okay and for those who may not know i had recently posted some things on my social media that some people was kind of you know having prayers for and all that good stuff just know again 
always stay doing what you love no matter what storm you're in because you're here on purpose for purpose you know and also anything that makes you feel good and happy that's part of who you are and what your purpose is all about so that being said guys i'm just gonna wait for my queen to start we start in a couple of minutes and yeah again q a make sure you ask questions let me know um again uh where you are let me give some shout outs so shout out to everybody in the world i'm so excited i'm super excited you know to be able to um connect with people all over the world shout out to canada you know um it makes my day to see them on my live uh you know on my podcast you know the UK, Africa, everyone all over the world, Germany. Appreciate you so much. But yes, I'm just having little tech. Try to add her back. But yes, I'm super excited. Um, happy Monday, guys. Guys, it's already May. If you haven't already, make sure to uh, tune in to Keeping It Todd Talk Show. You know, not only do, do I inspire, educate, and connect here on my social platform, but I also, um, I really, I'm here to have us all, like, connect, you know, um, and really just be uplifted. You know what I mean? So the season finale will be tomorrow. It touches me because I'm so amazed of how I actually, I'm so amazed of how I actually um, um, made it this far with my show. But you know, it means the world to me. Let me just, um, Yes, yeah, so that being said, I'm going to send my beautiful queen up to the queue. We are all set and ready. I'm excited, y'all. All right, so I accepted. Let me see. Accept. All right, let's check the audio, everything. Make sure we hear each other. You hear me good? Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, good morning. Morning, Queen. Good morning, Queen. How are you? Let me tell you, not only am I feeling the best right now, and I say that for so many reasons, but when I was introduced to you, right, through your amazing um, interview you had on the Corey Love Show, right then and there, the signs of just wait because you will connect with like-minded people, people that can keep you moving right because like like i was saying before like sometimes you'd be in the worst situations and you don't know where to grasp the energy right but your energy your your um your story in itself already helps people like myself and others so that was the icing on the cake me you know when i had connected with you but your girl was going through something recently you know the devil loves working but guess what i watched your film let me tell you 
I woke up with wings. Like, I feel amazing, you know, and I'm so excited to have, you know, connected with you. But yes, I'm feeling great. You know, I'm super excited for this interview today. You know, that being said, everybody that's tuning in with us, peace and love. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be on your show. Thank you so much for having me. Um, it's just a blessing. It's just a blessing. And I believe that everything works together for the good of those who are called according to God's purpose. There are no coincidences. So I'm so happy to just have this moment, a moment with Ty. A yes. moment with Ty right now. Thank you. Appreciate you. Yes. Everyone that's tuning in, um, much love. I don't want to touch the screen as much because, you know, I'm new to the whole IG live and I know sometimes <laughs> it acts up. Yes. So... Um, I, I wave, but not often, <laughs> you know, but appreciate everybody that's tuned in with us. So for those who are new to Monday's Building Careers Networking Q&As, this is the place to network, right? It's self-explanatory, right? The goal is to cross-promote brands, okay, and to share your story because it's one thing to be inspired, but once you hear someone's story, it could, it it's like it will change your world in so many different ways you know what i'm saying so cross promotion is key here so make sure to tag your where you're where you're all at in the world okay so we know and we can shout you out of course but tag your brands let us know what you got going on because again you never know this queen here she may need you for something you just never know you could be an extra in a film if, if that's something that you're looking to do you just never know you know what i mean so make sure at this time to always uh cross promote for everybody who's listening on all my audio podcasting there is a voice messaging system that you can actually, uh, and you can even just send me a message. You know, you can send me direct messages, um, you know, when you listen to our podcast. And hey, if you want to let me know what you got going on, go ahead and, you know, do what you got to do because that's what we're here for. So, you know, that being said, guys, I'm super excited to share this moment here with Nadira. She is going to, you know, um, let you know you know her name of course once again where she's where she's located where she is originally from right and she's going to share with you guys anything that she you want to cross promote at this moment in time before we interview you okay well yeah my name is Nadira Panky everybody calls me Nas because I wrote this book uh, and it's Nas Panky on there, and they just started calling me Nas here in Georgia. But my name is Nadira Panky. I live in Atlanta, Georgia. I am from the South Bronx, New York, and it's such a pleasure and an honor uh, to be here. I'm a filmmaker. I'm an author of a book, of this book, Evergreen Rooted. I'm a screenwriter. I'm a director. I'm a producer. Uh, cinematographer, editor, well, editor in training. I learned editing in college. Uh, never really worked on it, but I can edit. So, and it's a it's a joy and a blessing to be here. I'm a mom, so I was just saying, <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. But well, even though it's the day after Mother's Day, I just hope that everybody um, had a wonderful Mother's Day. And even if you didn't push the child out, if you um, if God placed a child in your life to oversee and to raise and to influence, happy Mother's Day to you because you are um, a mother to that child. I Amen. 
Happy Mother's Day, everyone. Hope you guys had an incredible Mother's Day. And this is a prime example, everyone here, of why I love to share moments with amazing people because you never know the story. There's so many people I know that say, I can't fulfill my dreams because I'm a mom. And this is why it's important to, you know, tune into these these uh, special podcast um, moments because that could be motivation for someone. You know what I'm saying? Wow, she's doing it, right? Sometimes you just need that pull. So, wow, that's amazing, guys. Shout out to all the filmmakers, producers out there doing their thing. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. It's a, it's a journey. It's a journey, but you have to um, walk in, in, in the passion and in the direction that God wants you to go in, you know. And even in life, the things that you feel like you can't do, God will use that to be a blessing and to give you the strength to do it. And if you can raise, I raised two boys. I was a single mom for a very long time. Um, and if you can do that, you can do a whole lot of things when it comes to filmmaking. <laughs> so it's just preparation, you know. Beautiful, beautiful. And I talked about that on my Keeping It Talk, uh, talk show, which tomorrow will be my season finale. But uh, that's what's important, right? Um, and I know we all battle with that at times, but it's so important important just to prep. That's it. And yeah. then things will flow. Yeah. That's incredible. So that being said, for those who are just now tuning in, we have a icon here. She's also going to be uh, featured. This podcast will be played over on Icon Live. Shout out to Ja Rule. He's making things happen for us, you know. Um, so if you don't have Icon Live, make sure to download today. If you have an uh, a iPhone right now or Apple TV, make sure to download it because not only will you come across an incredible podcast like this and others and just a whole lot more going on on the, on the um, app, you'll also get free live concerts. Incredible. Shout out to yeah. Music music soul child he'll be performing at the end of this month on icon live so yeah make sure you download that today but you know icons like herself are who i love to do meet and greets with because the stories is the reasons why her and others are icons okay so that being said let's dive deep into your book girl let me know about this and um <laughs> yes yeah, share share your story behind your you're, uh, the, you, you know, you become an author to this incredible book. Wow, that that I love that question. That's a great question. It's it's, it's really a great question. Uh, I became an author in college. I had the third grade reading level. I was raising two children. I was working three jobs, and I really got a chance to spend time with my sons. They were really young because I had to survive. I had to pay all these bills and I would try to get help from the government and I didn't qualify for anything because I had three jobs. And they were all really three part-time jobs that worked like 30 hours, you know? Right. I was right before you full-time. They don't have to really give you benefits and stuff. And what happened is my son, I had taken him to day daycare. I was picking him up from daycare mm -hmm. and I was his teacher and he ran out of the daycare ahead of me. I was living in Stanford, Connecticut at the time. And it was, all I could think is this traffic, this cars. And my three-year-old just ran out of the school. Uh, you know, okay. right. run after him. Right. Me pulling the door open, I pushed it real hard because I just panicked. This is, this is what mothers do. Mm -hmm. And 
when I did that, I broke my wrist. But I fall down to the ground until I picked, had my son in my arms. When I had my arms, I fell to the ground. And I was driving this old Saturn at the time. And the the door, I was having problems with the um, the passenger door opening and closing. This is a quick little sidebar, sidebar story. Right. The passenger door would not open and close. So what I had to go through just to get my son wow. in the And then now I had to tie a rope around the handle of the front passenger door, sit on the rope, bring it around this side with my good hand just to hold the passenger door closed. Right. Drive home. I went home and I changed clothes. Struggled. Hands swelling up. I changed clothes. I put on my uniform because I would do serving. I didn't um, cook food, but I would do like catering. I would do to set up the breakdown and all of that stuff. And I had to cater this um, Italian anniversary, 300 people party. Mm -hmm. Get there, they don't have enough people there to cover the event. My hand is swelling. I can't even pour coffee into a cup. Wow. Mm -hmm. So I went to the doctor. The doctor said, took an x-ray. He said, your wrist is broken. How was you doing all this today? And I said, I, I don't have a choice. And he said, yes, you do. He put a cast <laughs> on my arm. Uh, I was working yeah. my jobs. I was driving the bus. Like All the jobs that I worked involved my hands so I couldn't work my job so I was able to receive like some workers comp you know um which which was crazy because it didn't happen on the job but because it happened during work hours that when I exhausted that I got a little bit of unemployment then I had to go to the government and I had to get help from the government right mm -hmm. and I was shocked because I qualified for everything like wow. help out care mm -hmm. food I was like what the heck they giving me all this money for food, you know? And uh, at that moment, God allowed me to spend time with my sons and be their mother. Cause I was working. I was, all I know is how to survive from where I come from. And I wanted that to continue. I wanted to continue to spend time with them and to love on them. And I loved it. I loved that time I had I didn't want it to stop right so okay for you to continue receiving benefits you gotta do something you have to go, have a job you know and I knew okay if I go back to a job it's gonna be the same thing working three or four jobs to pay my bills because I was borderline illiterate so I knew that was my my what I could do was limited you know so I was like okay um I'll go somebody tell me go to school go to college I had this um this this lady tell me go to college go to college and she had dropped out of school and went to school and got her degrees and she was you know encouraging me to me to go so i said okay i said give it a shot i go in there do all the paperwork everything um they give me the placements test and my, my goal at my age i'm 30 something years old at this point is to get in and get out i'm gonna get in i want to get this education get this money you know work right. one do with my kids that's my, my whole goal i get in there take this placement test and I'll never forget, the counselor could not understand it. He said, I have never seen anything like this in my life. And my reading was on a third grade reading level. So I could not get into any college courses. I had to take remedial everything at the lowest level. And so that means I have to take a semester of remedial reading 
a semester of remedial math, you know, before I can even take a class. So getting in and getting out just wasn't going to happen for me. And I struggled with that. And I struggled with being in a class with young teenagers. And I struggled with why am I in this position? Why am I a grown woman and I can't read? Well, it wasn't because I was a bad kid. It wasn't because I didn't want to go to school. It was because I couldn't go to school. Because they home. I had to take care of my sisters because my mother was on drugs and all the things that happened. So I was in this remedial reading class. I was just, I'm getting to the book, I promise. I'm getting right there to it. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing you into it. I'm a storyteller. So I was in, I was in, this is the true story. I was in this remedial this story. class and I was just like mad and angry and every day I was thinking about, I'm getting out of here. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. I'm going to leave the school. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I can't be here. I can't deal with it. Hated everything. Hated to see people happy. Hated to see couples. Oh my God. This, there was this couple, this young couple. All they did was tongue down and kiss and hold hands. Oh, everything <laughs> irritated me. And right. that's not like how I am now. I was just a street person. I was a fighter. I was very confrontational. And I just was angry. I didn't want to be there. You know, I remember one day I was waiting for a parking spot in the parking lot and uh, I was waiting for a long time. And, you know, and I was mad. I was like, why is, why is there no parking spaces? Like, why are you, why, what's going on? Everything bothered me. And right. this, this person pulled out, I promise you we'll get into this book. This person pulled out the parking spot. Um, and when they pulled out, I was ready to pull in. So I'm like waiting. I'm like, this is my car. I'm waiting for the parking spot. Somebody pulls out this way somebody came in and pulled right in and i just left my car running out flipped out i mean i was like a person that was mad you might as well say i had rabies or whatever i was just like <laughs> and the girl didn't look at me because she probably was like this is a nut she backed out she started her car she just backed out the space going and so i pulled in and I had just went to church the day before because I was like, let me try to deal with my, my issues. I just went to church. I was like, I'm going to give it all to God. So I felt really bad. I was God really convicted me. Yeah. And I saw that girl at, in the in the, in the, um, the computer lab. I was, I was making copies because I didn't do no I didn't do homework. Either. I would go into class and because I couldn't read good, I would cheat on everybody. What you have? What did they say? Okay. I figured I would cheat my way through. So I wasn't doing homework. So let me copy, print this so I can go ahead on and get this info and get through this. That was my mindset. I saw the girl and it took everything in me and I just was convicted and I apologized. And she looked at me because I felt like she took my parking space. And she looked at me, she said, Miss, she said, I didn't even see you. And I knew it was something wrong with me. I was like, damn, why am I so angry? I'm really like messed up. You know, I'm really, really, I got to face this. I'm really messed up. Yeah. When am I about fighting? When am I not going to just be happy? When am I going to be happy for people? You know, uh, why do I not believe that people, girls who walk with their head up high and they look beautiful, why do I believe they love themselves? Why do I believe they want to be seen? And just all these different things. So yeah. long story short, I had a conversation with God. I was like, God, I'm tired. I'm tired of hating myself. I don't know how to love myself. I don't know why I'm here. I don't know which way to go. I don't know what to do, you know, and God spoke to me and he was like, see yourself through my eyes because I created you perfect. Amen. Up through my eyes because I created you perfect. You are created perfectly. That's how I created you. 
So until you can love yourself, see yourself through my eyes. And God was literally talking to me. And I was like, okay, I'm trying to give this a shot. Like, I'm, I promise you, if it don't work out, it ain't because I didn't give it my all. And at that moment, I decided to go to class, sit in the middle of the class, up front. Don't be distracted in the back. I was like, sit all the way in the front, in the middle of the class, focus and learn. And my professor had written a book. Now I'm bringing it to the book. My professor wrote a book on how to get around in college. So I was like, maybe I'm supposed to do that. So I went to him and I said, do you think I could write a book? And he was like, sure, bring me your first five pages. Well, I had not written five pages. I did not know how to write five pages. I could barely read in remedial reading. And I was like, well, where do I start? Write a book, how do I do this? And somebody said, start with the most dramatic thing that you remember happening to you. And so I just started writing. I was just, and then what happened is when I would write, I would go to rehab because I was in remedial reading. I could go to the writing lab. I can go to the reading lab anytime and get help because they knew we can't read. We need help. So I go, I go anytime and get help. And I would go there. Like I really made those people work for their money. I like made them work. I would go there all the time. They, I would write a page or two. They would read it. They would give me feedback. I would have to go make changes and correct it. And what I found was that I loved it. I was like, wow, I was learning, but I liked having to rewrite and make changes and make changes. And then I wrote my first draft. It was horrible. It's not this. It was horrible. And I had to go back. When I had to go back and rewrite it, somebody said, use all your senses. Use what you see, touch, taste, hear, and smell. Use all your senses. And then you have to write your book. Wow. And that's when it's like, that's when it was so much therapy yeah. from writing a book. Very gonna make me cry. I love it. Yeah, I had to go back to that moment that, you know, our brain, sometimes you go through so much trauma, your brain, yes. your brain block it out. It will block mm -hmm. it out. I had to go back and I had to deal with my house, the smell, the look, the darkness, the stuff that I saw, the stuff mm -hmm. that I heard, the things that people told me, yes. the fight, everything. I had to put that in, I had to describe my neighborhood because some people who've never been to the South Bronx, they wouldn't know what the, the South Bronx looked like unless I, you know, I had to go back and relive that time. And even though I cried because I remember that, but it helped me. It helped me as an adult say, well, Dad, it wasn't your fault. Like you in this position, but it wasn't your fault. Yeah. I chose love. I didn't choose to put myself above my sisters and that's why they love me so much to this day they love me because i love i god gave me a love i love i can't I, adults too much i can't really the adults i try <laughs> i try but the children don't matter you're not gonna do that we're not doing that ever mm -hmm. i love and um i love my sisters and I, I stuck around you know i had another sister that was younger than me she went to school every day we just was a year apart I couldn't do that. I knew that if I left, they wouldn't make it. So yeah. this is where this book, the start of this book came from. And I, I, I wrote it and completed it. I'm really proud of it. And um, it helped me. And it also helped me discover my love for writing and my love for storytelling. It's a talent that God gave me because this is my first book, pretty much own book. 
and people who read it they say it's a, I had men and women saying this is a page turner people, people my wife is mad at me because I'm in the bathroom on the toilet and I can't put this book down so that was um, a good thing and that I was able to touch people and people who would come forward that probably normally never would and say hey I know how that feels I experienced that or you know right this yeah so it's pretty good with it and what's the name of the book again for those who are just now tuning in? This book is called Evergreen Uprooted Memoirs of Secret. Amazing. Yes. Beautiful. So, hey, New Media Solo, he has a question for you saying, does it cost a lot to write a book to finish? What is the general cost? He's interested. Well, I have some really good news, New Media. This book didn't cost me nothing but my time honestly you can write a book from cover to cover you can upload it for free on amazon and then you can start to distribute your book through amazon um you will they will give pay you 40 percent, and they keep 60 percent. and it's also another website called lulu l-u-l-u.com i have never used lulu but I know people who have and they love it. And so you can do that. Put your book on. I think Lulu gets your book on like barnesandnobles.com, you know, on more platforms. I'll say that. But yes, you can just write your book, upload it for free. They have a title creator and everything on um, Amazon. And that's it. That's all it costs you, brother, is, or sister, New Media is your time. Amazing. Shout out to New Media Solo. He has an app that you can check out as well. You could check it out to see, you know, what you like about it. Uh, shout out to all the, you know, inventors, creators, you know, visionaries out there. You know, we need you guys because, again, just how this amazing queen shared her story, there's plenty of us out there with stories. And we feel like because of the the darkness that we're going through or been through that we can never prosper, right? But when you come across people, you know, that actually you can relate to, right? For one, and to see how they 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 got over it, right? No matter how long it's been, right? That is what helps you thrive in this world, you know what I mean? And I feel like that's amazing. And let me tell you, not only was I so patient hearing that story, but it helps me. Like it touched my heart because I'm a person. I go through it, right? We all go through it, but we need to hear that. You know what I'm saying? It's no different than like going to church, right? We you going somewhere where you could, you know, just like therapy, whatever, just going somewhere where they get it. You know, you can relate, you understand. And the goal is to help. Like I love how you was like, no, I'm gonna go to these tutors and I'm gonna ask and I'm gonna get help because I want this, right? And that's what it's about. When you want to step out of darkness, the goal is to be around people who've been in that same situation and they got to and through the light. You know what I'm saying? So that's why it's important to share your story. Plus, God wanted that to happen. Trust yes, and believe. Yes, I was saying all things work together for the good of those who love God and who are called according to his purpose. Yes. All so all of the things that I was going through in my life, oh my gosh, by the time I was in my 30s, I had been through some stuff that is just unbelievable. God said it's your time and I'm going to allow you to break your own arm. So I, I love it. 
and it, it, it saved my life. It put me on a new path. Period. I'm so excited to dive deep into that book, you know, because, you know, people like myself and others, that's what they need, you know, because some people just feel like they don't relate, you know what I'm saying? Or or sometimes they're, they're afraid or to even share what they're going through. You know, I'm a proven witness of that, too. I'm just now opening up. But that's the thing. When we feel like no one gets it or would understand, we miss out on someone like you, right? We miss out on the stories. That's why I get so excited sharing moments with everyone here on my podcast. It's the stories for me, <laughs> you know? Uh, that's like a major key, you know? So I really hope that that inspired someone, completely helped them through their darkest times, you know, and to know that there is light at the end of the tunnel. That being said, let's dive deep into your film. <laughs> now, before we get there, I just want to shout everyone out coming through. Lester David Green, he, I appreciate him. He was featured on my podcast. You know, um, one thing about me, what I love doing is connecting, right? I inspire, educate, and connect. Connecting is important to me because I care for you, but at the same time, I'm trying to share my moment, right? So that we can cross understand each other, you know? Um, but shout out to Lester uh, David Green. Like, he was a blessing. You know, I came across him, and his thing was, I am the connector. And let me tell you, he was not lying. You know, he blessed my podcast, uh, send people my way. And that's that's my energy. You know, um, that's what that's what gave me goosebumps when I met him because that's what I'm about. As you can see, right, we barely knew each other. And I said, come on down. You know yeah. what I mean? That's my energy. You know, there's, there's, there's always purpose uh, behind things. Um, thank you so much, New Media Sola. You're, um, you're, you are so awesome, is what he um, sends a message to. Thank for, you. Those, for those who are tuning in, make sure um, to make sure to uh, put a comment under this live when we complete our live today so that we can remember you guys and, and stay connected to what you guys got going on. And also share a comment of how you felt today about this, uh, this live interview. Again, for those who are new, make sure to give us a follow, stay connected and tag and share what you got going on. Because yes, I do interviews, but I also, I'm here to cross promote everybody here to network. It's called Building Careers Networking Q&As. I've been so inspired because people that I end up connecting with are always like the next door open for me. You just never know who you're gonna connect with. So you just keep it going. But networking is so important in so many ways. Yeah. Yes, yes, thank you. And when you say networking, yes, Lester Green is my brother. Um, we've been in films together. We've done podcasts together. Like he's just amazing and always so supportive. So I totally agree. He's definitely the... <laughs> and guess what? And I'm gonna get goosebumps here because shout out to our, when we had our talk, he manifested. It was in his spirit. When the virtual, uh, what's it? Um, uh, I, it is on the tip of my tongue. The um, not thriller. Well, it's connected with thriller. You know that the live concert that they be having. We watch on Instagram. Versus, sorry. It, oh, it was, versus. Yes. So when we, when me and uh, Lester Green was uh, chopping it up on my podcast, we was talking about Jaru, and he was like, "Yeah, rock with Jaru." He was like, "You know who I would love to see on Versus?" And you know, I swear, the energy manifested where it really happened. You know, um, I'm sorry, I'm trying to read everybody's comments. Lester the Connector, James Muller, 
appreciate you all for coming through. Make sure to share this live with a lot of people. It may help somebody. It touched me today, y'all. Um, but uh, but yeah, let's get back to it. But yeah, we it's just dope because I felt like that was an iconic moment how he manifested who uh, Ja Rule would do a versus with, and it literally manifested. <laughs> like it's just kind of dope how that happened. You know what I mean? But. But again, um, again, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. And, and I appreciate this, Queen. And that being said, uh, I hope you guys was able to hear her story behind her book. Make sure to go. Is it on Amazon, you said? Is it located there? Amazon. Yep. Amazon paperback. Say it again. It's on Amazon and Kindle and paperback. All right. Beautiful. So make sure to, you know, check her out um, at the end of this at the end of this interview she will again let you know where you could uh you know connect with her with everything she got going on but yeah make sure to stay connected i'm telling you it's all about the stories so that being said guys let's dive deep into nadira's film if you haven't already you have to go see gerald's hands this has not only let me tell you let me just give you my feedback real quick before we dive in <laughs> Ger gerald's hands i mean shout out to you know the autism right community uh those who are really supporting the cause of you know working on that but like let me tell you not only was this good for the culture right for to get you to love on anyone that's going through any any condition really but that autism um in itself for you to see that a person is a person no matter what condition they're in right that they're they they're no different from you they just have a condition right but it also relates to those battling with depression, just mental, just mental illness in general. That's what can, that's how I got connected with the film, because I may not be autistic or whatever, but I'm still disabled in certain ways. And 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 you you just see things. You could you could relate and compare, and how important it is to to you know appreciate and also seek help when needed and all the you know what i'm saying and learn how to just connect and build with others you know what i mean but i related to that film in, in like a universal way and that's what i love the most about that film and the fact that it was smooth real easy to get into was like the ice on the cake i felt like i was in the room so shout out to you for this film and wow we, let's get into it so uh <laughs> Let them know, um, you know, again, what the name, uh, you let them know about this film um, so that they could dive deep on it as well. Okay, thank you. Uh, the film is called Gerald's Hands. It is on Tubi. You can watch it free all day, all night. Please give it a thumbs up if you like it so we can see more movies like Gerald's Hands um, on Tubi, on that platform, as well as please share it with a friend. Um, really trying to get this movie out there and spread it, and I need everybody's help to do that. Um, I'm an independent filmmaker, so I'm not coming with the backing of big Hollywood studios. So I'm really needing for everyone who feels like the movie is meaningful um, to spread it. Um, the movie dives in and it deals with autism, of course, right, and bringing awareness to that, but it also dives in and touches on bullying, we touch on domestic violence, um, we touch on friendship and what does that really look like? What is friendship? What does family um, look like? Um, also on therapy, getting therapy and getting, getting help. So it touches on so many um, different topics uh, I think or different I would say different needs 
that I feel we all need as human beings. So it's called Gerald's Hands. It's about a man on the spectrum um, who loses his lifelong caregiver and he falls in love with his neighbor doing everything he can to keep not only his home, but to keep his friend. So definitely uh, check it out. Uh, feel free to hit me up on my Instagram is Nadira underscore Panky. Let me know what you think about it. Um, yeah, give it a thumbs up if you like it. Incredible. Yes. So, so what uh, what made you uh, decide to you know produce this film? What is you what what, what sparked you to um, to do it? Know, yeah. <laughs> God, um, God, you know, I was, God did. I was, you know, I write all genres. I'm just, I'm a storyteller, so I can, I write all genres. And I was writing a thriller, a psychological thriller, at the time. This is during COVID, and it was so much stuff going on. It was just so much. I had family members dying, friends dying. You look on the television, you see, like, just they, they had a. A New York, you know, that killed me with with the with the truck and just dead bodies just being thrown on top of each other in the ground because there was no place to bury them. I had a cousin who passed away and we couldn't even do go to her funeral. We had to do like a virtual, you know, service, yeah, a virtual service. And well, it, you you never think you would see the day when you would have it, it would come. You know, you never think you would see that see a day like we did during COVID. Right? Yeah, and so. I didn't want to write anything about negative, about psychological thrillers, and I just wanted to do something, write something uplifting. So as I was writing a story that was going to be a psychological thriller, would have probably been a really good one, God just kept leading me to do something else. I was just compelled. And I came up with the character Gerald, and I saw him, I saw him with high water pants, and I told Andrew, Andrew is my, my partner. He's the love of my life. He's the one who plays Gerald in Gerald's hands. Mm -hmm. And I said, I want him to have those old fashioned grandpa socks, you know, those those dress socks on, but I wanted to be this beige color. And I just started to describe Gerald to him. And he fell in love with Gerald. He loves stories, he loves reading. And, you know, I was telling him about the story and he just began to, fall in love with the character and I was like no I see him with like brown hair and it's like in the mushrooms cut and I was just explaining it you know and because we're a couple he was there with me as I was creating Gerald and he got into it with me you know he says hey I'm gonna look for a fanny pack and I said yeah I said I want like this yellow fanny pack and he has his name on it and he began to look for the yellow fanny pack he says look i found a yellow i was like get it and then he came up with the velcro sneakers i was like he can't tie his shoes so he came up with the, the brown velcros and i was like yo get the crows and we just began to develop the story um and the story really was the message the overall message of the story is what i always say when people are born they belong to God. God will send a caregiver. It could be your natural parent. It can be someone else raising you. That child, even though you call yourself mom or dad, that child belongs to God. You have to treat that child right because that child belongs to God, right? Mm -hmm. And so if 
something happens, God will send someone else to care for his child. That's the moral of the story. Gerald is God's child. And even though he loses his lifelong caregiver, God sends Savannah, God sends Miss Robinson, you know, and he makes it. He makes it. And that's what I wanted to show parents who are raising autistic children. I'm, I'm a parent of an, my son is autistic. So I wanted to show parents who are raising autistic kids, don't worry about it. God, I got them, you know? Um, and I took all of, again, my experiences in life and poured it into that story because I was a 17 year old kid, homeless. Never used drugs in my life. I was homeless in the streets of New York City. Mm. And um, <clears throat> I had nowhere to live, nowhere to go. I was staying with different people, staying here, staying here, staying at different friends' house. You know, they let me a bed and I had to move on. And <clears throat> I'm, a, I'm not going to take as long as I did to get into this. But <laughs> long story short, long story short, a friend of mine, she said, I think I'll get you a job. I, and I said, I need a job. I need something. I didn't have any money, you know. And she got me a job working for this um, just Jewish woman. And she had some sort of party agency. And she got me a job working for her. Well, the woman watched me. She was like, you show up every day on time. You don't drink. You don't smoke cigarettes. You don't use drugs. You don't have a boyfriend. You don't run the street. You read your Bible all day. Why are you homeless? And she said, she gave me... I went from being on the street, and, and let me let me let me get to it. I'm a storyteller, so I got I got to get to this. Before yes. before that happened, hold up. Before that happened, I would go to, in New York City, and I would catch take every little piece of change I had, or I would sneak into the theater, and I would catch the last show in the movie theater, and I would sleep through the movie because that was my goal. I need to be someplace safe and sleep. Because I knew I was going to be up all night in the street. So when I, I had nowhere to sleep, that's what I would do. I would go to the theater, last couple of shows, and I would just sleep. When I left the theater, I'd be up all night. i try sleeping in the park. In New York City, in, in the park at dark, you, you're sitting on the bench. You don't know what's coming at you from what angle. Try to close your eyes if you want to. If you on drugs, maybe you can. But if you are lucid and you're not a drug addict and you try to sit on a park bench in New York City in a park or lie on the park bench, it's not going to happen. So I like to keep people, you know, people who haven't lived that life, I want to let you know, living on the street and being homeless is no joke. Mm -hmm. It's no mm -hmm. That's how it's, me and you. No. I can relate. It's not, oh, you can just go sleep on the park. No, you won't. Try to close your eyes and sleep. I you don't know when you open your eyes who's going to be standing over you and what direction they're coming from. So then what I did is I said, well, I'll ride the train. And I used to ride the train from the last stop to the first stop, to the back and forth. And I sat in the back so that the conductor wouldn't bother me and I could just ride the train through the night, you know, better than being on the street. And I remember I fell asleep. Uh, it was morning when I opened my eyes. It was daylight, and this man was in front of me, and he kept staring at me. In New York, you don't really want to stare at anybody, just kind of my business. This guy, just, I feel his eyes on me. I was like, why is this guy staring at me, you know? And I'm trying not to look at him, but I feel his eyes on me. And it was a, just a real, like, disgusting feeling. 
when I looked up at him, the guy had a newspaper over him and he was masturbating. Oh my God. I woke up to and I ran from the back of the train all the way to the front. And I was traumatized because when I was a kid, things happened to me when I woke up from my sleep. So that's why I don't sleep hard at all to this day. I don't sleep hard. If you move, I wake up. Mm. I never allowed my children, my sons to stay with other people. They've only stayed with me. Mm. I've never trusted people enough, which I hate that. I hate that. I hate that I that I kind of did that. that put my fears on them that was always a fear like I don't ever want what happened to me to happen to them so I was always very protective I never let them sit on somebody's lap no get off I just never it was just always a fear of mine I was very very protective of them right and so anyway um I ran from the back to the front car so now fast forward I have this friend that's telling me you can maybe get a job and she gets me this job working for this this woman um, for her party company and a uh, lady's like what's going on why are you homeless I don't get it I don't see that you don't have habit you know what's, what's, what's the deal so she gives me a key to her place 350 West 50th between 8th and 9th 28 E I'm telling you the address in New York City right. I'm you high-rise building doorman luxury wow then charge me one red cent she gave me a job so now i went from having nothing to having plenty of money Mm -hmm. said to me well why can't you get an apartment because now i'm making money i said well listen i don't have no credit you know no credit is worse than bad credit Mm -hmm. post wow Mm-hmm. 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 We remain, we're still friends. Hope. Jewish mm-hmm. lady. Wow. I don't even know this woman. Mm-hmm. But my point is, God, mm-hmm. they say God did. God did. That's my point. So when I write these stories, I'm not just writing these stories because it's like, oh, I want to write. No, I truly believe that we are God's children. And when you're in a situation and you can't be there, God will send someone. And that's where Savannah comes in. That's where bottles come in. That's where, you know, Dr. Um, Dr. Dr. Timothy Lattimore, that's where he comes in, right? And Ms. Robinson and all the people mm-hmm. in Gerald's life mm-hmm. to help guide him through. And so that's what I want people to know. You're never alone. You're never alone, even when it seems like you're alone. And when you're going through these difficult times, all you're doing is is, is building you up. It's giving you wisdom. It's giving you something greater than wisdom, which is understanding. I know what it is when I see somebody on the street. Like, I literally know not, oh, they're just on the street. No, I know their skin is dry because they're not taking their frequent baths. Mm -hmm. I know they're itching. I know they feel sticky and dirty. I know how hard it is to figure out where you're going to go brush your teeth where you're going to keep your stuff you can't keep food on you because you're in the street you lose a refrigerator yeah. I understand it's, it's one thing to read about something and watch documentaries when you live through that you understand I know what it is to be outside and be someplace and you don't know what's coming at you from what direction mm-hmm. so God gave me a very tough life but he gave that to me so I could have understanding and I could have compassion. I love it. 
love it. I love it. So my journey now as as a as a woman in my forties, <laughs> my journey now is to leave what God gave me for the next generation who's out there, who's struggling, who somebody's telling them that they're garbage, they can't do this, you can't read, you can't write, you're not gonna make it, yes you will. Mm. I could read in my third, but you know what? I wrote this book. I wrote Gerald's Hands. Say that again. You said you could say it, say that one more I time. Did. You say you could in my thirties, but I wrote this book. He says she couldn't read in her thirties, but she wrote that book, which has impacted so many lives. And let me tell you, I'm in my thirties, so this is talking to me, y'all. Let me tell you, this is why it's so important to connect because you know we all just like like I was saying about your film. I may not you know connect with the autism part, right? Like, but it's universal. I can relate to what he was going through. You get what I'm saying? In so many different ways. You know, so shout out to you sharing your story. That's why it's important. For those who are on here tuning in, what made me bring this queen on over to my podcast was the connection. I related to her with my story of being homeless living in New York City. When I was in that situation, I would get nobody cares or don't tell nobody that. Are you talking too much? Be quiet. When I'm trying to tell people, but I'm I was more kind of inspired through it. You get what I'm saying? Because it's like I'm really pushing through this. So when I would like to share that, people were like, oh, you talking too much? Don't be sharing. Don't be. T- don't ever tell nobody that. Mm-hmm. But then it's like this lady here. You don't understand. She is inspiring me because she's letting me know that my voice matters, my story matters, and she's also telling me that. Just because they don't care, there will be someone out there that will. And also, it's just motivation to be like, look, you will get through it. I got through it. You will get through it, right? Keep the faith. So this is why it's so important for all you guys out there to share your story because somebody out there is going to need that. You can literally save a life today. You never know. There could be a queen out there who went through what Nadira went through, but she just gave up on life because she felt like this is the end for me. God doesn't love me. It is what it is. But here's her testimony today to prove that she's been through hell and back. She even said she had a third grade level reading and she has a successful book. So for those who out there feel like you can't be an author, don't don't believe that because she's a testimonial right here. You don't have to be a rock star to be, uh, you know, a person that can save a life through writing your own story so that's incredible so that's what uh inspired you to push this film gerald's hand yes i just was inspired during a rough time i wanted to write something that was inspirational something that will also be educational and you know it touches on bullying i dealt with bullying so many people have and it's still a very big issue that nobody has really found the answer to so i wanted to really touch on you know what happens what does it look like for a person who doesn't come from a lot of money who has a disability and what resources are there and how do they make it you know and so that's just a story it's a story for all of us it's not just for um somebody who's autistic i mean but i do feel autism now touches every community mm-hmm. and we so focus on different groups i'm in this group i'm in this community but you have autism and it's touching that community so it's for every community and it's for every household you know and again it touches so many different things about love about friendship about family about bullying you know domestic violence in 
autism, of course, number one. So amazing. And let me tell you, your partner was incredible. He already he needs the trophy already. This man was so transparent yeah. and like connected with everyone. I was mind blown, like mind blown. You know what I'm saying? God knows what he's doing with his people. <laughs> so, 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 so brilliant. And he's so gifted and he has a testimony as well. And sometimes it takes us a while to find our talent, to find our passion, but he has found his and um, he's just just overall amazing. And he did a brilliant job bringing Gerald to life. You know, he really did. I'm so proud of him. And I just pray that, you know, Gerald's hands and just will open up every door, every opportunity that he can rise straight to the top. It's time. It is, period. And God's already here. Like, you already know what time it is. But uh, thank you, Andrew. He just came through. Let me tell you, you did that. I hope you know that you already got your you already got your trophy. It's already coming. Like, you, that was incredible, man, for real. And, I mean, he was so on point with everything. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm as, yeah, you definitely dive in real deep with that film it was really amazing uh you know that being said how was it overall working with your cast um because as a, a film producer director that could be uh, a huge thing you know um far as just getting it all together getting the you know everyone to be on one accord you know how was the vibe and energy uh when creating this film um and any uh -huh. testimonials you want to share it was it was really good, you know. Um, everybody, I didn't have a casting. I'll say that. I've wow. been, yeah, I've been supporting actors, filmmakers for a very long time. Amazing. I'm a person that's, I'm genuinely happy to see people win. That's just how mm -hmm. God. I don't compare what I'm doing to what somebody else is doing. We all can win. I'm genuinely happy. So I always go to like a lot of plays and shows and. All of my cast, I knew who I wanted to play each role. I did not have a casting call at all. I did not have, uh, you know, any of that. I knew who I wanted to play the roles. And so I knew these characters very well. I took the time to communicate that, to give these amazing actors all the tools and information that they needed to bring the character to life oh, wow. and they did so brilliantly mm -hmm. it was very very good I'm very we shot Gerald's hands in six and a half days I'm very organized on set I'm wow. very yeah, it's to a two hour movie I, I, I don't play the game like come knowing your lines because I guarantee you it's, a, it's, it's almost I'm almost positive you won't be waiting on me I love it <laughs> I love it that's my energy I, wow. and this, God prepared me for, and I didn't know because I was, my degrees in TV production and media studies. So I have two college degrees. Mm -hmm. I didn't just step into this. I went to school. I learned how to do things a certain way. And then when I came out of college, my first job was for NBC working at Steve Wilkos because I used to drive his children on the bus and I was able to get a job. And mm -hmm. then Jerry Springer's Tamori and Working, you kind of see how everybody's job is important. Everybody's job and how all the pieces 
work together. There's no little man. Every piece has to work together to make that show interesting. So it's just about preparation and spent a lot of time preparing, had table reads, plenty of table reads, talked to the actors, told them who the character is, you know, was there for them if they had any questions, that kind of thing, um, making sure that they understand exactly what the role is, right? And a lot of the most all of the actors were really excited about the role that they was playing, so that was a great thing. They loved Ooh. their character, they loved their role, um, and so it was just a really overall great experience. It was tough because um, I didn't have a big crew, I didn't have first AD and all these different things, you know, to, to that like a lot of productions have. Mm-hmm. So it's me trying to make sure they in the right clothes, you know, because I got my book written out and I was also I had Van Miller who was my associate producer and I was she was also shadowing me so I'm showing her okay I got my book written out and I got what everybody should be wearing because you know you don't shoot things in the sequence of the movie you shoot it by location so everything so we got the actors changing out they got to be looking a certain way because it has to match another location you know and I'm keeping up with that as well as the story and it was it was God it was a lot but it was it's a gift it's a gift and it's a talent that God has given me and I'm able to do it I think because of my upbringing and having to figure out a way and having to do things the way that I always have so I thank God for that so it's just everything works together for the good like I said even the things that we think are bad it's like okay now I'm using this to do what I love and so it was it was great working with um cast um where it was great uh seeing them bring you know what was what what you see was was is exactly what was in my head when i wrote it mm. exactly the characters the way that they talk their mo- everything is what i envisioned and they brought that to life mm. for the, for the world and they did it brilliantly amazing yes they did they are amazing amazing and some of my cast was like working on set <laughs> i love it i love it it was deep y'all make sure to go go watch it today if you have some time it's free on tubi tv download the app if you don't have it you know but let me tell you guys it is after listening to this podcast Go watch that film and you'll understand, like, connect, like. And then for her to say, one, that she didn't even have full production crew, right? And the fact that she said she didn't even hit the Hollywood spark yet. And that was already a Hollywood spark film. Like, that's why stories matter. Because you can see this incredible film and don't even know what's going on, BTS. You know what I'm saying? And that's what makes it inspiration. You know, so that being said, I love how you said God did. God is the reason for all of it, right? Because yes, we we got we got things going on, right? We got our own way of doing things, visions and all that good stuff. But when we're when we're stuck in certain places, God's gonna make sure everything else come out yeah. how it's supposed to. You know, shout out to um Trey Sayings. Uh, for those who follow him on social media, he is that amazing Christian Christian content creator who's always dancing and singing um, related to certain uh, scriptures in the Bible. He said the same thing because he really said most of the time when he's doing his content, 
is just from him just doing a quick prayer saying lord just give me creativity and boom so it's not like oh i'm planning to change somebody's life just in two seconds it's not like that how he works right it's about inspiration but at the same time it's really god everything's god so definitely believe what nadir is saying and um pray about it you know um like i said um I posted recently my situation that I'm going through at the moment, but I'm calm, collective, I'm relaxed. And that's because just like she said, we have stories. You have to have already been through the worst to know how to become at that still mode. You that Now you just be still, let go, let God, keep the faith, you know what I'm saying? And keep going. And one thing I learned is no matter what you do, and I said this before we started our interview, keep doing what you love. And when you realize that the things that you're doing is making you feel amazing, right? No matter what scary situation you're in, if you're feeling, if you're floating right now, that's what you're supposed to be doing. That's what you're, you get what I'm saying? So keep doing it no matter what. Do not let nothing slow that process at all, no matter what. So that being said, wow, thanks for sharing your story of your why of, you know, you know, uh, producing this film. What, what sparked you to decide to become a filmmaker? Like, you know, what made you say this is something that you want to do? Oh, wow. That is such a good question. <laughs> in college, in college, I went into school like, okay, I'm going to get this money so I can spend time with my sons. And everybody was always like, do nursing, do nursing, do nursing. So I go to school. I'm going through, I get all through remedial reading that, and, and remedial math. Now I'm in college courses. And I'm taking all these science and biology classes. And I hated it. I hated that, you know, you're taking a biology class and then you got to take a lab. And that's considered one class. And I was like, wow, I got to do this and I got to go to the lab too. And it was just chemistry, this and the lab. But when I got to anatomy and physiology, and then when we went up there in the hospital and, and the clinical, and I saw the cubitus also, I saw somebody's skin and flesh, I was like, I'm done. This is not for me. Mm -hmm. I'm no, no, no. It just was something I just could not. I hated it, um, but I loved writing. So I started taking like a lot of journalism, journalism classes. I worked for the school newspaper. Uh, you know, I started learning a lot about different um, um, African history and writing, and you know, uh, how did filmmaking originate? All, and I was just so fascinated. I, I was like, I want to change my major. And I changed my major to media studies and television production because I realized with my credits, I could get both. And my professor had worked in Hollywood. He was a cinematographer. He knew all about film. So even though I was learning television production, he taught a lot about film production as well. I was just blessed. He was an older guy. He was really there, not for the money, but he was there because he loved teaching and he loved film and television and he poured that into his students so i learned how to edit on avid i learned uh, how to do a um how to do a live broadcasting a music video what's the difference with that documentary short story like we learned all of that how to work in a control room and direct it work a switchboard and a teleprompter and all of that we put together whole shows and this is something that i never knew i would use because in my head i was like i'm going to be an editor so i don't have to deal with people i didn't like dealing with people i'm still very introverted so i'll be an editor i have my work in the office i don't have to go out there in the bad weather and um so that's what i did when i worked at jerry springer i actually worked with the senior editor wow. 
day is. I was like, this is what I'm gonna do. Um, so uh, that's pretty much how I feel I broke into it. I started doing short movies. I started, I was winning awards. Like, I remember one time I felt bad because I won like seven awards, no lie. Like best director, best documentary, best short film, best music video. It was one year in college. I won like seven awards mm. and I felt so bad because I had won so many awards and I felt okay, bad. my junior. <laughs> Yeah, my self-esteem was like one zero at that time. So I was like, oh my God, I'm winning too many awards. You know, I felt mm -hmm. that. But then I had no one there to see me win them. I was, I, that's how alone I was. Mm -hmm. I had no one there. So um, that's how I kind of broke into filmmaking, you know? And I was okay, I got my first job. I love working for NBC. Um, if I lived in Stanford. That's just, that's when... Um, when uh, 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 Maury, that's when um, Jerry Springer and had and had moved from Chicago, their studio from Chicago to Stanford, Connecticut, and I lived in Stanford, Connecticut at the time. Wow. Had been living for about seven years, and I would walk to work, and um, I loved it. I just, it was like, okay, God was like, this is where you belong. It, I, I just it was my first time going to a job that I loved because everything else that I did was about survival. Now, amazing. I'm Place and I'm just fascinated and I'm in love with what I do and so that's how it started and I came came out to Georgia um, got divorced I got married and divorced <laughs> right. um, but started working with some independent filmmakers started working on some independent films doing a lot of 48 hour film projects um, had a whole team of people I began to work with and that's pretty much been the gist of it. Nobody really knows, or really to this day, nobody really knows what I can do. They just know as much as I show them. So that's like you go and you just show a person one side and they say, oh, this person is a great writer. Yes. Oh, you can direct, you can produce, you can add. They don't know certain things. And that's just like, I, I feel like throughout my life, I've been a mystery, not because I wanted to be a mystery. Mm -hmm. um, I've been a mystery because of the self-esteem. I've always tried to work on my self-esteem and letting God's light shine and not being afraid to let God's light shine. So today I live and I want to encourage everybody. I live in the, and the way I live now is I do what I love and I focus on being a great at what God gave me to do. I don't focus on what other people are doing. I don't focus on people who's doing the same thing as me, being better than them. I want to be the best with what God gave me to do. That's what I encourage everybody here to do. Um, you know, don't focus on comparing yourself. You can be inspired, but don't focus. Don't compare your work to what somebody else is doing. Just focus on being the best at what you love to do. God does the increase. And you just and, and enjoying it because that's what life is about. The devil will try to have us looking at other stuff mm -hmm. that it, that ain't got to do with nothing. Yes, enjoy what you do, love what you do, embrace who you are, and that's what I've done now. So I'm just loving creating content. I'm planning on creating more. I'm working on a screenplay now that I just feel like it's probably going to be the best story I've ever written in my life. Wow, life. and. Wow. And that was the takeaway question I was going to ask you, you know, for all those out there who are battling with, you know, dark, dark times. Right. But still want to pursue and do what they love, but feel like 
there's just no way out, right? Um, you, you said it right then and there, you know, no matter what, you know, and, and that's what it's about. That's why I'm so happy that you shared your story because this really, like, you have no idea. Like, this can change people's lives all over the world. And shout out to everybody all over the world that's tuning in with us. You got Germany, Africa, Canada, everybody all over the world is tuning in, right? Uh, shout out to everyone on my uh, uh, podcast platforms we're streaming everywhere right as well uh but you just never know right because sometimes you question hmm, what makes them tune in right you just never know you could be helping somebody and i really wanted to let you know this the main reason why i connected with you was because i was in that i was there i was at the point in my life where my vision was to become a successful filmmaker right film producer but I was going through so much, right? I was homeless seven years straight in New York City trying to pursue. But the funny thing is I ended up in the music industry. So I was in the music industry for over 15 plus years. And it's funny because I'm doing film work, but in the music industry, which wasn't what I wanted to do. But the passion I learned from that, because like you said, you could go through things that are like you're not happy with, but sometimes God puts you there to remind you of what your passion is. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He'll put you in situations where it's like, you didn't want to be here, but look how happy the joy, like your center, your, your focus on the joy, right? I learned right then and there that I loved being the light on others, right? My goal was to make sure everyone is shining, right? Uh, to, um, cross promote you know their stories that was my energy and that's why the music industry had connected with me so deeply because they're like wow this girl is really about supporting and, and um you know letting us shine and all that good stuff but when i was in this industry i thought my film career was out the window like it's never gonna happen you know i always want to um you know write a book i always want to be a filmmaker all this good stuff right but i was like it'll never happen so when i connected with you and your story it gave me hope, right? And then this is the funny thing. 2023 is when I finally connected with all film industry people. I'm 36 now, y'all. I've been in the film, I've been in the film industry for so long, but music-wise, I dealt with artists, I dealt with music, this music, that, but I didn't want to do that, you know? And so this queen gave me hope. Because not only did we relate with our stories, because that was another thing too. I was like, people don't understand my story. So that was like a crutch. I kept like, oh, I'm just not gonna prosper. You get what I'm saying? Like, they're not getting it, blah, blah, blah. They don't know me, blah, blah, blah. But not only your story, and then the fact that I'm like, wait a minute, she's a filmmaker? This is, I can't believe this is happening. You know, when you got on, got on that interview with the Corey Love Show, and I'm like, not only do I relate to her story, but she is doing what I've been trying to do for over how many thousand years ago, right? And that's that was God, right? Sometimes God puts you in, like, you know, he will let you deal with that because mm -hmm. he knows he got you, but he wants you to be a story and a testimony for a person like myself. Now, my energy right now was like, oh, I, I'm in it. You get what I'm saying? There's, yes. there's no excuse. Yes. Like you said, just preparation, like my energy now. And, is, and mm -hmm. that's why I'm at the point where I'm excited. I could say yes, I'm 36 and I'm finally stepping in to the film and being like, this is part of my, part of my purpose. Like, you know, stuff like that. Um, 
but yeah that's what me and the reason why i asked you how it was with your cast like you know working with that because i decided during the shutdown because i was going crazy uh and shout out to james mueller and key in the building appreciate you guys i'm so happy that you enjoyed gerald's hands because it really touched me in so many ways thanks for tuning in um but you know uh when it came when it came to the shutdown see god works in mysterious ways but he wants us sometimes to be in isolation mode for a reason but i was like i can't do it i can't just not be talking and, and being distant from everybody for so so long blah 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 so i decided to still do what i was doing five thousand years ago i'm being exaggeration y'all i'm not five thousand years old but you know what i'm saying uh me being that light that was it but these were things that i would do but i never focused on that i didn't say i didn't say like girl this is what god wants you to do like you're you're supposed to be the light you're doing this for a reason right me being that light i was like now it's time for me to continue to be that light but in the film in the filmmaking world that you've been trying to get into for the longest so i decided to motivate all the content creators all the artists djs uh actors everybody because during the shutdown everybody was giving up and it's understandable because we didn't know how life was going to be mm -hmm. i would meet for an example like you James Miller, whoever's here, right? For an example, you could be an actor, a singer, whatever it is, you was gonna be in my film. And you were gonna be you in my film, but it's still a story. So you guys could check it out on my YouTube. It's horrible because I recorded it on my phone. This is what we was doing, right? I told people to record their their um their scenes on their phone and send it to me. And they're all over the world. I don't even know these people, by the way, y'all. Yeah. That's why I was asking her. I don't know any of these people. I literally just reached out to people on social media all over shout out to new york shout out to atlanta uh, uh texas texas um i have people all over the place <laughs> and i said to myself all these people have gifts uh have careers and i don't want them to give up so i said look you're an artist you know oh i got you shout out to dominican republic this this uh this young man he was going through it uh you know we all was going through it at the time but he was actually blessed enough to have his music featured on um what was it the step up film uh one of the new step up films uh he was making music for them but I, again i don't know these people but i said look you're gonna keep that light bright so i said i got scenes for you guys so you're you're gonna be yourself you're an artist you know you're your name you get what i'm saying everybody that was in my film I called it virtual reality TV because we were virtual and it was reality and it was TV. <laughs> so uh, DJs, everybody that was going through it, but you know, the shutdown was making people just depressed, mm -hmm. just not mm -hmm. feeling right. Mm -hmm. I said, no, we're going to keep this going. So I had a, uh, an, I had an actress, she, you know, I saw her passion doing, she, I said, girl, God, look at, we're going to do yeah. this. So it went beautiful, but I was depressed. I was depressed one because I was right. I did the same thing. I was on a time frame. My goal was to get it done before my birthday. So you know how it is with deadlines. Deadlines will make your mind go crazy, mm -hmm. especially when especially when you don't know these people. Because I had one person that you know it was kind of a delay, and I'm like, oh man, but I really want his his image. I need his image. And you guys can check it out again on YouTube, um, or go to my virtual reality TV page. Put it like this: if you want to really check it out, DM me, and I'll. Um, it's better to watch it on my Instagram. So I'll just send you the Instagram because it's private. I'll send you the Instagram so you guys can check it out. And uh, forgive the, the cursing and all that, but your girl was going through it. So yeah, <laughs> but uh, definitely check that out. If you want to check it out, um, 
uh, just send me a DM and I'll send you the Instagram and I'll accept you so you can watch it. But again, the fact that I didn't know these people, so when it comes to delays, you can't really like, yo, like what's up? Because I don't even know you and, you, and you're offering this. And, and mind you, this was all free. I didn't pay anybody, so that was another thing. I just wanted to inspire. I wanted to give my time, like you said. Sometimes things are not, you don't have to pay for something. It's, it's all about your time. And I really was making, like, shining a lot of light on everybody. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that I literally would have, like, this artist, like, I even had uh, one of the artists that was in the film. At the end of the film, which was the season finale, I played a little part of his music, his song, his video, music video. You get what I'm saying? But when I did that, I was like, guys, that's my first film. I never thought I was even going to leave. I, I was like, did this just happen? Like, and then it proved to me that you can do it. If you just reached out to random people you didn't know, virtually, if you produced a film virtually, then you definitely gonna be okay yeah. when you meet them face to face, right? Yeah. But like she said, that was God sometimes, cause that was not planned. It was just, I was going through a lot and things, and I also wanted to get things off my chest. There was a lot going on, but it was dope. And oh, this is why I want to bring it up. Cause uh, when you mentioned, how you you've been around amazing um you know experienced actors all your life right actresses these were like maybe maybe one or two but everyone else was like girl i don't act like I, that's not me but they had amazing time and one of them reached out to me uh and wanted to do it again so that right there uh i brought that up because when you mentioned it's it's, it's about the um enjoying part when you said everybody actually loved their roles mm -hmm. They, they were happy because they were themselves. That makes it relaxing. Mm -hmm. When you could be yourself and then you're in the story and it was mm -hmm. intense, it was really good. It was really good. But um, but you just gave me confirmation that girl, that wasn't just a, a random situation. That was girl, that was part of your purpose. Yeah. You know, keep keep sparking it. And you just gotta be around the right, the right people, right? Which again, I didn't have people like you and others in the film side. I didn't have that. Everybody was music. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's a different energy. It's a whole different world. And it's a lie. <laughs> so, again, no matter how long it takes, guys, keep the faith. Like I said, for those who saw, I, I did post up uh, my financial situation. But look, I posted it because that was God. I, sometimes you have to just bring it out because it's yeah. to prove to you that mm -hmm. God is in the midst of everything. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's also to train you, right? Just to train you for a whole lot of different ways. You get what I mean? So that being said, I'm so blessed and honored to connect with you. This is why not only does your story matter, but connecting matters. Cause you just never know. It doesn't matter how many years later, you literally just help somebody else pursue and not give up. You know what I mean? So I appreciate that so much, seriously. Yeah. Thanks for sharing your takeaway. You know, oh. because that's important. And I hope you guys really uh, grab that. That's like major key. And again, we, I, and let me tell you, I had to share that. I don't know, for, for those who don't know, I said, I have $30 in my name and I'm literally like, just wait, letting go and letting God right now. Yeah. But I did that because people will see, like she was saying, don't compare. You can see glitter and gold on social media, but we all are going through stuff behind closed closed doors. Just like the dancer, R.I.P., who passed away um, Ellen uh, on the Ellen show, the DJ. Yes. What was he doing, y'all? No matter what he was going through behind the scenes, he was always dancing for y'all, making y'all feel amazing. But you never know what people are going through. Yeah. So don't like glitter, like, like um, salute them, right? Um, give them, give them uh, the cheers 
Because just like Dara said, when she was making all those awards happen, she was alone. She didn't have no nobody cheering. So keep cheering when you see people glow, but keep praying too. Because you know, no matter what people go through, uh, they could prosper through it. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? They could definitely prosper through it. I, I want to just um, add something that God put on my heart to tell you. Yes. That <clears throat> time. Time. There's a time for everything under the sun. Right? We always say, you got to be on time. <clears throat> and when somebody's late, we feel like they're not on time, but they're right on time because they're on mm -hmm. God's time. Not your time, not our time, right? Yes. It's about Jesus Christ and you know, he was God. He, he is God. He's Jesus Christ. Um, but, but he started to go out and preach the word at a certain time. He began to fulfill his purpose at a certain time. Mm. And so we all go through things in life that we think we have control of. Yeah. But I always say our life to Lisi. Yeah, that's that's it, right, Talicia? Oh, Talicia, it's spelled Talicia though, I'll, which is important. I always I always tell people it's important to say Talicia because they spell my name wrong. Okay, when they hear the E, uh, they're like, oh, I a. Yes, I a. Talicia, our life is a setup. Whole life, and God is always working behind the scenes. So, even when it seems like it's not on time, it's right on time. And what you did during a time when people were committing suicide, scared at their lowest point, is you gave a lot of people purpose. Mm. And, and sometimes that's all it takes is one thing, one thing to keep somebody from jumping or going over the ledge. So thank God for you and for allowing God to use you to step out in faith and say, hey, I've never done this, but that was brilliant, mm. brilliant. And you gave a lot of people a purpose now. And we all need it. And it's a time for everything. And right now is your time to walk in your purpose. And everything that you've learned from radio, from being on the street for seven years, mm. and what you go through and deal with. Everything that you've learned is now your time. God's going to use all of that right because that's that's what i say is the understanding not the wisdom we got the wisdom it's the understanding because it's the process of going through something yeah and have all that you're ready jesus christ had to be ready he didn't just get out there and start doing it yes because now i feel so good like thinking about when i was homeless in, in yeah. new york like it's just, it's, you just, it just, it's an energy. You could just smile. You just feel good. And uh, it's just like, I'm at all too, because it's like, again, like it's a situation that I never thought would even happen. Mm -hmm. And it did. Uh, and the fact that I was a nomad, because I was everywhere. I was, I was in the Bronx for a little bit. Then I transferred to Brooklyn. Then I was in Queens. And I was in Long Island. So imagine me in all the boroughs in Long Island. Like, you feel me? I'm bouncing around. So I think that's probably why, because then you, you know, and the experiences and just, you know what I'm saying? And through and through the chaos, the fact that you still was connecting, like I was still 
I was still connected in the industry. Like I said, no matter what I was going through, there was somebody I bumped into. Like, okay, I'm a big Ashanti fan. And how was I staying somewhere that was literally not too far away from where she is? And her sister happened to be at the place because I was I was staying at a mansion at the time. You know, uh, glory to God, right? God did, period, right? Just let go and let God. Because let me tell you, that was a scary situation for me. But... And you know how the winter, winters are up in New York. So, uh, but the fact that, um, but that that was God saying, okay, you in a situation, but you still on your, your purpose. Like industry is still you, you're still in there. But when I was like, what, Ashanti's sister was where? Cause I was sleeping at the time. And I was actually in low spirits. That was the funny part. I'm in low spirits, I'm sleeping. And then, um, you know, one of my roommates like, hey, you would never believe who was there. Cause they know I love me some Ashanti. So um, her sister was here cause you know, they all are collabable everybody like i said i kept bumping into people that was connected to this person and that person blah 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 so uh it just gives you hope like god's telling you no matter what you're going through if you're still connecting if things are still flowing with you no matter what like you get what i'm saying like i could have i could have met jay-z who it doesn't matter who i meet tyler perry you know while i'm sleeping outside that's god saying because you're still on the right path you know keep, keep the faith so yes indeed Yes, indeed. Amen. I'm so happy that you did, you know, and that you even share your story. Like you said, $30 to your name. A lot of people see you doing stuff, but they don't understand the work and the process that went into what you did. So thanks for sharing. That's important, you know, because mm -hmm. you feel like, oh, they just do it so easy and it's so hard on me. No, it's hard on everybody. You just sometimes don't see it. So just yeah. keep going. Keep Definitely. going. Hard on a lot of people. They just, they you just don't always see it. They don't let you see how hard it is, but yeah. it's hard. Yes, yes. And what and what motivated me to post that was again, like you said, because there are people battling with suicides and just want to, you know, give up. And I was in that energy, but my goal was to say, look. I'm going to speak it out because most time people get to that point because they're afraid or they feel, you know, uh, feel some type of way to get to to let it out. But sometimes you got to let it out because I understand. And I made another little uh, post saying like, hey, shout out to all those out there who are living alone, you know, which I'm one of them uh, trying to get, just trying to get it all together. Dolo by yourself. You don't really have no one to reach out to, blah, blah, whatever. But the goal is to say, like, I understand I'm there. But guess what? Let it out and keep the faith. The goal is to say, look, let it out. Like, let it out. Don't don't hold it in. Let it out. And I'm I'm talking as for testimony purposes, saying like God did it, and I know He He'll continue to do that. You get what I'm saying? Um, so that's why exactly like don't break, don't give up yet. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that was my purpose, and and it was funny because I'm like I did it, but I felt good, and I was I was in the same ballpark. Like I don't want to go insane. I don't want to go crazy. No, we're gonna let it out, and we're gonna let go like God. You know what I'm saying? So um, and now it's like. I'm feeling good. You get what I'm saying? Cause you, you, you start to really, it helps you see really who's there for you. Uh, whether it be in a workplace, you, is this easier for you to really see who's there to hurt you and who's there to, uh, be there? You get what I'm saying? In all different type of energy, you know what I mean? So 
because uh, for a person like me, especially when it comes to work or anything, like sometimes I would care more about who I'm working for and be like, oh, I feel bad to leave. But when you start to really see, are they really for you? Do they really care about you? How are they treating mm-hmm. you? It makes it easier for you to smile and move on instead of like, oh, I feel bad. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that being said, uh, yeah, let it out and trust me. I'm about to be y'all witness. <laughs> I'm about to be the witness because I just told y'all for those who didn't see yeah. Your girl was at the point where it's like, uh, we're going to see how this week go. That's exactly how it's going for me. You get what I'm saying? But I know God is here and he's been there. Just how her story, God's been there for her. So there's no way she's going to trip anymore because she knows God's there. God God already did it for her multiple times. God's going to continue, you know, but he may make it longer than necessary because that story needs to be heard from somebody who is either next in line to go through it or is going through it already. And it's to show them that, look, keep going. It's going to get better. You get what I'm saying? So that being said, let me tell you, this 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 talk show today was amazing. The podcast interview here was what I was seeking. Because, girl, it's not, it's not always just about how dope you are, you know what I'm saying, how rich, famous, whatever it is you got going on. It's the stories because I'm all about self-improvement. That's what my podcast is all about. And again, hashtag I inspire, educate, and connect through it all. Your girl's been through hell and back. You would never believe it. The only people that I know are the people who's been in it with me. You get what I'm saying? And they still are connected with me. Yeah. No matter what they see, they understand. So, um, but that's that's been, and it's funny because I really feel like that's God because some people used to be like girl why you like this and i'm, I'm just that i'm starting to realize god yes. made me this yes. it's god it is you it know is. what i'm saying it is it is, it is. this this somebody told me this the other day and it blew my mind they said it's 1585 they said it's 1585 panky i said 1585 they said 15 percent of the people in the world are good 85 percent are bad Ooh, that's deep that's wisdom. That's understanding. You understand. Yeah. You understand who you are. Okay. And when you can think outside of yourself and think about helping other people, when you're going through difficult, you have God's spirit in you. Mm. I've dealt with people that go to church every Sunday, <clears throat> that post scriptures that do all of that and they're the most selfish wicked people that I've ever met in my life Mm -hmm. and they feel like because they go to church that makes them a good person Mm -hmm. you you can think of somebody else and want to help somebody else you're going through a difficult time you're in that 15% and I'm in that 15%. Yeah. You say, oh, smile, because I'm genuinely who I am and who God created me to be. Yes. Um, I don't work for the devil. I work for God. Mm-hmm. Amen. I, the devil used me. When I was a kid, I, I used to fight all the time. Oh, I can fight now. I used to, oh, I used to fight. Y'all just don't know. Like, I had over 100 fights. I'm not talking about somebody just ran their mouth. Mm-hmm. I'm talking this fight right real fight not oh just talking no right and God delivered me from that 
And when God delivered me from that, I walked away from it. And I never looked back because I don't let the devil use me. Mm. So I look at, um, the Bible says you can judge a tree by their fruit. How they treat people. Not just, it's all about themselves. Yes. About I want what I want from you. And as long as I'm getting it, I'm happy. When you tell me no, I got an attitude. I'm going to treat you right. That's not no. Listen, it's, you, you, you're a part of the 15%. You don't have to be perfect to be part of the 15%. You just God's your child of God. And everything is going to work itself out. No matter how hard it is, no matter how hard it looks, everything's going to work itself. God's going to work it out for you. He's the miracle worker. There's nobody else that, that can do it. He is the miracle. He opens up every door. Every there's no doors closed to you. There's nobody that you connected to that can get you through the, God, the door better and faster than God. So you yes. focus yes. focus on doing what you love and being the best at what you do and the best person you can be. Okay, I'm so yeah. grateful to be here on your show this morning. I'm grateful that you gave me a platform to share about my book, to share about Gerald's Hands, and of course, to meet you and that we are connected on so many levels because when you talked about living in New York, that was the same thing. When you homeless, man, I was in the Brooklyn, Queens. Period. Like, I, was, I will never forget. Uh, right. Oh, in Harlem. I was in Harlem, too. R.I.P. Yeah, well. Black Rob, his Shout out to his son, yo. He 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 really was a supportive guide when I was in Harlem. Um, definitely. But isn't it funny? I I, I was still bumping into the industry, right? Like, who would have knew? Black Rob. Okay, I'm connected yeah. to your son. Yeah. Like, you see what I'm saying? But um, I was setting up your life. Your whole life is a setup. God's working behind the scenes. Wu Tang gotta shout them out. Yes. Like that's how I got connected with them in their studios. You know, yes. radio like. That is that you get what I'm saying? Like that was kind of like balancing out. I'm like, okay, I'm going through it, but I keep doors keep opening here, and I'm connecting here, and I'm yeah, loving on everybody. You know what I'm saying? Even even ended up in the, on the West Coast now, showing love. You know, shout out to Goodness. you know Snoop Entourage. Like <laughs> yes. I, I'm just here to give the love. I'll spread the love. You know, yes. but you know what I'm saying? But definitely. Um, that's what it's about. You see what I'm saying? I really hope that this touched somebody. How we feel, and I hope that someone in the room was feeling it. Feeling it, you feel me? Um, but uh, where can they, um, you know, what 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 uh, social platforms do you want them to connect with you? Oh. Or any contact uh, <laughs> for anyone that's interested in, you know, s s uh, keeping up with you? Well, and also with uh, your work. I tell you, uh, you can connect with me right here on IG because I go on IG every day. It's a shame. I go on this, this IG Instagram every day. Nadira, N-A-D-I-R-A underscore Panky. Um, that's on my IG page. You can connect with me on Facebook. Um, Nas Panky, N-A-Z, last name Panky, P-A-N-K-E-Y. Um, you can watch Gerald's Hands. It's free on Tubi. Please, again, give it a thumbs up connect with me let me know what you think about the story if you have any questions i answer i'm here i i'm not like I, i'm not untouchable <laughs> i'm not untouchable so definitely feel free to 
do that. Evergreen Uprooted is on Amazon Prime. It is in Kindle format and paperback. Please definitely, if you read the book, please go in and um, leave a review. Let me know what you think. Connect with me uh, anyway. Yeah, those are the best ways to connect with me. And if you go on my IG page and my bio, you'll see like the link tree. The, 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 you can click on that to be access to my reel, access to where you can purchase my book, access to my website, which is nazpanky.com. My Gmail is nazpanky at gmail.com. So I'm real easy to find. Um, thank you. Thank you, Ty. A moment with Ty. This has been a beautiful moment. And I just, I thank you for this platform and I pray that God will continue to bless everything that you do. I pray that God will bless everybody that's listening. And I want everybody to just, just be encouraged, man. There's so many negative forces out here. Mm-hmm. Just know you all have purpose and we're all great. Focus on your greatness. Again, don't compare your greatness to somebody else. Just focus on your greatness and let God do the rest. Yes, and I've learned something just recently. Um, no matter how someone uh, treats you, and I and I mean this mainly negative-wise, mm-hmm. but both ways, but really negative, no matter how negative someone treats you, don't let that stop you f- for being you and, and having that genuine sweetheart. You know, I say that because I know I'm probably the talk of the town right now. Um, I was in my feelings when I went live one day with uh, Soldier Boy and uh, his energy. You know, I, I but I've been like following him since day one. But I always would give that love and light, and I know he feels it. But he be trying to be like, like stop doing that. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, but I kind of felt some type of way. Like, okay, should I just x him out completely? Should I be in my feelings about it? But I was like, no, God, God knows what He's doing. He's not gonna have Soldier Boy keep coming across your path mm-hmm. for no reason. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So his because I was I was like wow like I be giving so much love and he just be like so rah 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 like whatever but mm-hmm. but, but what I've learned is when you don't know somebody's story he's going through something you know what I'm saying and it's real easy for us to react when we feel some type of way because that's how I felt I reacted when you feel some type of way things happen so yes I'm a I'm the eye of the people so I'm seeing you for you already. I see your vision, which a lot of people don't do. They don't, like she said, 50%, right? Not everybody sees you for you and, and sees your vision. Mm-hmm. I was the person that I will, I see you for you, see your vision. I'm here to keep the light going. So when he was dimming that, he was dimming that light a lot. Um, Cause he tried years ago, like he would listen. I would say certain things like, you know, be a little bit more connecting with your supporters and it's like be more positive here, blah, blah, blah. But what I've noticed is he he did listen before, so I have to. Sometimes you gotta you gotta understand, you gotta pay attention to what they're going through. It's not always that gold, right? Mm-hmm. Don't look at the glitter, you mm-hmm. know. Pray for them. So that's what I'm doing. You know, I'm praying for I'm praying for everyone, right? But definitely praying for um, uh, him as well, only because he's in his 30s too. We can't. What do we? We can't really. We gotta. We gotta take care of our heart. We can't be just screaming and going. Mm-hmm. It's not healthy, you know. Um, strokes happen, all type of things happen. Uh, but I've learned now to just know, guys, don't worry about the trolls, don't worry about the negative energy, because you don't know their story. People go through pain, like mm-hmm. like the queen said here. She used to be mad at the world, but you have to understand their story, because you can just look at her like, oh, what is wrong with her? Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're going to say that because you don't know why that happened. So moving forward, I know now how to... Uh, relate to negative mm. because it's pain behind mm-hmm. it. 
there's misunderstanding behind it, you know? So I just want to quickly share that because I was, you know, just recently having these comments under people's posts and just in my feelings. And I'm like, you know what? We're gonna let go, let God. Because <laughs> just how I'm going through it, we all, everyone has their, you know, their dirt. Yeah. But God's gonna clear it out. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, um, again, when you go through stuff in life, you have an understanding. Sometimes people don't have another release. I remember um, as a kid, I never wanted to fight. I was not born that way. God did not create me like that. I did not like fighting anybody. I liked peace. I wanted to get along with everybody. I wanted to be friends with everybody. I just did not like fighting at all. I was so scared. Mm -hmm. And when I was forced to fight, my mother told me, you better get your... She, she told me. And when I was forced to fight, um, things started happening in my household that was very painful for me. Mm -hmm. Beat all the time. I would get called names and I never got a chance to express my feelings or express how I was feeling because I would get knocked out if I even thought about it. And so that, that was a way that I released my anger it became a way to release. Then I began to feel good fighting because I had no way else, no, no other way to, to get that out of me, what I was going through at home. The hurt, the pain, the abandonment, the neglect, the abuse. So then it became, I went to a person who hated fighting, fighting till I felt good after I, I felt like, whew, I'm so angry now, <sighs> I got it all out. And so I'm saying that to say a lot of people, they don't know how any other way of dealing with their emotions, dealing with their hurt, dealing with their pain, they don't know. And I have even an understanding for that. That's why I said God delivered me from that. And I don't let anybody get me to that place because that place is not pretty when I go there. And so I try my best to, to walk in light and walk in the path, stay on the straight and narrow because broad is the road that leads to destruction. There's a lot of different distractions. I try to just stay focused, not focused on this one, that one, just stay focused on what I need to do in the path that God has me on. Amen. And then this walk um, with the 15%, Fifteen percent. <laughs> Look, I didn't think it was the fifteen percent. They had a five. Percent. Okay, let's get it. <laughs> the fifteen percent is gonna go through stuff. The fifteen percent is gonna go through stuff, but we built for it. Cause you're not in it. You went straight through it. Yes. They go. I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You walking straight through it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, though I walk through, not in through it I fear no evil because God is with me so you were built to handle anything that comes your way amen and that's why guys what you're going through let it marinate because then you become strong afterwards you know you can handle it now you know what I'm saying like oh been there you know and you got the wisdom going so boom that's it so yeah that being said shout out to New York shout out to Everyone all over the world, make sure to let us know where you're going, where you're calling from, where you're tuning in from. You know, I love to shout you guys out, you know. Um, and again, for those who want to be uh, featured on my podcast, make sure to 
reach out a moment with Todd podcast at gmail.com. You could do um, you could do pre bookings, which means you could skip the line and just click the link in my bio and you could book yourself there. Um, if you're on Icon Live, I have it set up as well. We could book there as well. Um, small fee, nothing too crazy. And uh, again, I would love to hear your story, cross promote your brands, because like like I tell people, you never know who's in the room. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Ja Rule, okay? Uh, what is one thing um, uh, you want to say about his platform that he has going on for the world called Icon Live? It's his own streaming app that he has to literally have people get on there and become an icon. <laughs> I think that's awesome. I think what he's doing is giving back. You know, some pe- so many people make it and somebody had to give them an opportunity and now he's giving other people a platform and an opportunity and i think that's fantastic um love ja rule love his music love soldier boy too <laughs> okay that's why i said we praying because he got my heart and i think he knows yeah. you know but when someone's yeah. going through it yes it's like todd get out of here get yeah. out of here todd yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I I um I I really like um I love what he's doing. I definitely download the app. It's on my phone. I'm gonna check it out. I'll be on there. I it, I just found out about it through you. Thank God. Didn't even know about it. So yes, I love what he's doing. I love that we can watch live shows. Um, and that he's giving people a platform to share stories to connect, and that's what it's all about. And guys, here's the secret. Jaru has made me the face of social media. And I say that because I was always behind the scenes. I was the film videographer. I was the one, like I will go to your, I'll, do, I'll be at your little uh, film shoots, behind the scenes on chopping editing. I was the video producer and editor, behind the scenes, you never knew. So people will only see me if I took a, a photo with y'all. We did a little, a quick like, hey, I'm going to dare at this event. You'll only see me in somebody's photo. But other than that, everything's production. You just see Boss Lady T Films, nothing else. And I'm talking for decades, right? Forever. And three years, I, that's when I got, got connected with Icon Live. I became the face and it was like, I told everybody, this is not like something I've done in a long time ago. I, so it was it was a big deal. And people like Lester Green, people like, you know, I mean, I have a list of people I can shout out right now who told me keep doing it keep going right because you just don't know who really needs to share that moment with you and really see you face to face like so it was a learning process for me but shout out to icon live who's like look at icon live is the reason why i said i'm gonna make this happen forever like you're gonna get me here no more where she at who's like who's this girl i was always who's this person you know what i'm saying so that's what made me decide to have a moment with todd be my platform so that now people can finally share that moment that they've been wanting forever <laughs> like girl where you at <laughs> you know so it definitely helped me and his energy that's what helped me because I was nervous his energy he's very laid back he's very open you know um and his vibe and that's why I love when you download icon it's called vibes it's not this is my this is welcome to my vibe right what about the upload of vibes so this right here is going to be a vibe that you can tune into on icon live but you know what i'm saying his whole purpose is what helped me open up and three years later 
you know, uh, just off of the spark from him. Because I was, I was always behind the scenes doing the same thing, but you would not see me like this. You know what I'm saying? It'll be either audio or, you know, whatever, a production or something. But, it, but yeah, so, time. so remember, it's your time. Yes. It's your time. Everything has a season and a time for everything. Now is your time. Everything else was building you up for this moment. Got it. Got it. Definitely. So shout out to everybody here. Make sure to connect with us. If you want to be featured next, let us know uh, by, you know, connecting. That goes for both. That's like if you want to be participating in her films, you know, contact her. You know, if you want to be on my podcast, uh, I'm super excited. It just keeps going. Uh, next Monday, we're going to have an incredible uh, another special guest. Uh, shout out to Sola Motown. Okay, they're out here doing their thing in Las Vegas. If you haven't watched their show, come. If you're in Vegas, check them out. But we're gonna have one of the lead uh, leaders of the whole Solo Motown uh, singing crew uh, share a moment because that's what it's about, you know, share a moment. So, man, this has been amazing. Everybody in the room has been amazing. Okay, make sure today, please. I'm telling you, I'm begging you, go watch Gerald Hands because I'm telling you, it helped me sleep last night. Like. It's something that I could watch over and over for comfort. It comforted me. You're a man. Let me tell you, he is incredible. The intimate connection he had with the therapist and the neighbor. And like, I mean, that's my energy right there. The, the Just the treating a person, making them feel seen and heard and then like mm-hmm. noticed. That was what really got me. Yeah. And, and seeing their stories, like how they're good people with baggage. Mm-hmm. Like, let, let me not, y'all go watch that film, okay? It's free on Tubi, okay? You don't have to go ask for someone's password because it's at 499. No, it's free. Check it out today. Um, and let us know. Share your 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 um your feedback. Cause let me tell you. God yes. in that film got me flying. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you yes. so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Keep doing it. Um, we need you. We we appreciate you. And yes. salute to you for not giving up. You did that. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Period. Thank you yes. so much. Thank you. This has been awesome. Thank you so much. Yes. Much love. And, um, you know, we'll definitely, uh, we'll love to share a moment with your partner as well to hear his story. Cause that's the, we will, we will be here saving lives and saving souls. We got this. <laughs> so thank you so much. I love you always. Uh, we could talk forever, which we already have. And as you can see, it's been nothing but genuine vibes. Okay. So again, uh, make sure to follow me, follow her, send me a DM so that I can stay connected with you guys, but no, 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 make it even better for me comment under this video once i end this live okay once it's uh, uploaded please comment everybody who's tuned in with me comment under it so that i can connect with you automatically and also know how you felt about today okay i love you guys so much and remember god before anything you heard me stay blessed y'all thank you have a blessed week and have a great day at work bye-bye you too thank you so much